So it's the mind reels. We're back with a, with a little thing we're calling science friction. Um, Virtually back. Doing and, a little fun thing. Right, Sue? It's been forever. I know. It's like, you know. Years. COVID we could say literally years. We, literally now. years. Yeah. Yeah. The last time we saw each other was at a CBC thing. Just wild. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Well, that's Like in 2020, right? Like February yeah. or no, like January, early February? It was like before that even. Like it was, was COVID the on the COVID periphery hit. at that point, or where is it? Because they sent. I'm just going back far enough. 2019, November 2019. Oh no! Yeah, that's even worse. Yeah, so years, literally oh, man. years. <clears throat> but hey, it's good to know we've still got that roll off your tongue chemistry. <laughs> <laughs> like no time has passed, right? And I love this idea that we're kind of looking at uh, some classic. Well. We'll use classic and yeah, classic meaning shows. old, <laughs> but you know, kind of genre television from the eighties that you know we revisit. Do you revisit it? Do you reboot it? Do you retcon it and just never talk about it again? <laughs> uh, maybe in some cases, definitely. And we looked at the powers of Matthew Star. Matthew Star, Peter yeah, Barton, Louis Gossett Jr. Right, Peter Barton was your guy. I mean. One of them. I just thought he was pretty. I wanted to have powers. <laughs> or his hair. <laughs> or his hair. Oh, man. That early 80s hair just flows. Right? Just a little, some of behind the scenes stuff that I found out was, well, Peter Barton, of course, did Friday the 13th, part four, New Beginning. Amy Steele, who plays Pam, was in Friday the 13th, part two. And then behind the scenes, even further... Harv Bennett was the series producer and he did like, he went on to do like Star Trek two, three, four, five. Oh man. Yeah. Leonard Nimoy directs an episode of the powers of Matthew star. Oh my God. And Walter <laughs> Koenig wrote an episode of Matthew star. And the whole wow. thing was like the brainchild of Steven D'Souza. If you look mm -hmm. him up, he wrote Die Hard or had his hand in writing Die Hard and a whole bunch of other kind of middle of the road titles. Would we put this, this in the middle of the road? I don't... <laughs> Do we throw it in the gutter on the side of the road? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, hard to tell from just the pilot. Yeah. I mean, you have to give um, them a little. It's not fair to judge. You should do it. What is right. it? Three episodes and then decide if you're going to keep watching. Yeah. Because the, the pilot is, you know, that's what sells it. But the wa watching the first couple minutes of this thing the other day, I was just like, was everybody in high school always that old? Yeah. <laughs> 90210. <laughs> right? It just I was just kind of blown away by how old everybody looked. I know. And nobody I knew in high school dressed like that. No. No. But we'll see. <laughs> I guess right? well, in the next episode or two, perhaps. Right. And well, the whole premise is what is that uh that Matthew is is like an alien. Who's been... He's an alien prince because he's a member of right. the ruling family, and that's why he has part has powers. And because Shep Louis Gossett Jr., yeah, Shep does not have powers, but no. he's from the same planet. Right, and he's like his protector or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they've been there for sixteen, at least sixteen years. So we're assuming that you know Matthew is supposed to be sixteen, and Pat can pass for twenty six, and can therefore <laughs> buy booze for everybody. I don't yeah, know. Seriously. <laughs> There's no Teen Wolf give me a keg of beer antics with him. Right? You can just straight up buy it. <laughs> so what in the opening episode, we've got all this established. We've got a couple of alien, I'm going to say bounty hunters who are yeah. trying to hunt them down. 
we didn't really get why we weren't no. told why they're bad <laughs> and you can tell because they like are a lot stiffer and less natural seeming and and <laughs> drop contractions completely from their speech or maybe that was just acting in the yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's acting damn it <laughs> i'm an actor the pilot had the components of a a decent like it it built the world. It gave yeah, you oh, totally. it's bits totally of storyline without without making it too obvious or beating you over the head. Mm-hmm. Like in the first few minutes, Matthew's like levitating a glass over so he can pour some <laughs> right. milk into it, which Oof. is the laziest use of powers ever. Well, that... He moves the garbage bin. Yeah, well. I was going to say, and taking the garbage cans out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, no Superman. He's not going to yeah. go around saving people. He's just going to get himself a glass and, from and, the counter. Yeah. My not even thing, the though, cupboard. He didn't even have to open anything. No, it was, sitting there it was right there. I'm just going to look. I'm going to show you my powers with this distant look on my face. While yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to look at it and it's going to come here. So my at thing least was, it wasn't it wasn't it didn't treat you like you were stupid. Exactly. There wasn't a lot of expository. There no, was some and it was right, like they but it was peppered in, throughout. You know, Shep is obviously an alien, but who's getting him his jobs then? How do you get like I know. As a teacher and references. He didn't even knock on the principal's door. He just I let himself just... in. <laughs> and, and he doesn't and have he was ready power, to leave so... after like the first day. Right? <laughs> he was like, how do you not get like breach of contract or something? Yeah. And then, have, I mean, I get teaching is tough. And then, you know, and it's tough in America. But he just walked into that job. <laughs> yeah. As a science teacher, though, to be fair. Yeah. Oh, and they're and a thousand coach. years ahead of us in terms of our scientific development. Like precisely a thousand years, <laughs> not a roundabout. Right. This date, no further. <laughs> yeah. We're exactly one thousand years ahead of you. And then, and then the military just shows up and doesn't like. They're not cutting them up. They're not. They're like, no, we'll let you go or whatever. He just wants to have dinner, man. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know if that guy actually works for the military anymore or not. I know. <laughs> he just has the car. He put a decal on there, and <laughs> right. And his name was what, like F. U. Tucker or something like that. F. Something. Yeah, F. it J. was Tucker. very close to. I was like doing right? stuff in my brain with it. I was like, that's super close to super close to being a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then what? You had the uh, the the guy who's trying to win Pam slash Amy Steele, the stereotypical yeah. bully guy. Yeah. Who's just angry for no reason, just walking right? into people. Yeah. Whatever. Just gonna start that fight. <laughs> he just wants to he's he's not even like like at least Johnny and the karate kid, they used to date. So right? yeah, yeah, there's some he had there a was reason to there. be angry and jealous, but this guy <laughs> she hasn't given him the time of day yet, as far as I could tell. No, I I didn't understand that either. <laughs> You know, they're they're so worried about him revealing his powers, but all we see him do is like so he moves a couple of things and apparently has telepathy when he needs it. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently halfway it. through the but series. But he's getting stronger. Yeah, they change it halfway through the series. So he starts doing more adventure things and helping the government and and like was high school just not working out for him? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, when you can, you may as well. Right. Does he get extra credit? Yeah, is this like an enrichment or right. uh, some kind oh, of wow. community service yeah. <laughs> credit? Does anything that like out? that? I don't know. I, I made a note because I was watching the the sequence because obviously the alien bounty hunters. It's had you know one of them is a is a woman and you know she's there to try to flush out Shep and whoever he's protecting, and she's on the bus with her Kilroy was here kind of 
expression and sets off something so it the brakes don't work anymore and they're racing through yes. a constantly changing background that doesn't match from shot to shot. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> You're watching the action on the screen, not the right. background. <laughs> and then, you know, he uh, you know, Matthew uses his telekinetic ability to stop the bus before it rolls over a cliff's edge. And watching everybody get out of the back of the bus, everybody gets out of the bus, but the driver. But the driver. But she was fine. I actually thought yeah, of that she's too. in the next scene. She's like, I don't know what stopped the bus. Well, <laughs> I mean, how did she get out of the front? Because she was probably the first one out. We just didn't see it. I don't know. <laughs> right? She just runs past all the kids. Because <laughs> she was like off the cliff. So like yeah. her part of it, she couldn't have gone out the front door. Continuity, not a big thing for 80s television. Apparently. No. Which no isn't care. true because some 80s television is, is pretty solid about that. Yeah. It's a pilot, so you got to give them a little leeway. Yeah. And yeah. I did like that, like, like they wrapped up that storyline. Right. By the end of the pilot. So, yeah. like, if it hadn't been picked up, for example, I mean, it wouldn't have shown anyway, I guess, or, <laughs> or might have. But, like, there wasn't anything at the end to go, like, dun, 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 like, stay tuned next week. Right. For, it was kind of yeah. self and it was, well, well, was enclosed. Yeah. Yeah. It was I mean and a lot of completely closed, but at that time had to be like episodic because yeah. everything has to go back to the status quo by the end of the episode because next week you might have all new viewers. Yeah. Which you know, you can't have people tuning so in for the anymore. first time and not knowing what the heck is going on. Right. None of these previously on the powers of Matthew Star. Yeah. <laughs> That's all we had at that point too. Right? We couldn't just go online and look it up or it was, time shift or <laughs> I mean any of the as, the things, the PVR things. As much as I want to pick on Barton and his hair and and, and everything, he he's actually fairly solid in this. Yeah. And he's likable. I think um, the thing with both of them, them in particular, like even like the periphery people did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Um except for this you know bully yeah quote unquote <laughs> i mean he's not and his receding to. hairline the thing with them i found was their sincerity like they inhabited the characters to a certain mm-hmm. degree it was, it was much the same with mark hamill in, in star wars well all of them really like they're all right screw it we're in this world we're doing <laughs> i'm not it, gonna yeah. try and make sense of it i'm gonna be this character yeah and i'm just gonna sincerely go through every scene and feel whatever he may or may not be feeling i'm gonna own it whereas lewis gossett he just seems a little more reserved and and well he's cool anyway yeah he's like laid yeah. back with his shirt unbuttoned and his gold chain at the <laughs> right. end i'm like yeah he's having yeah. a couple of drinks he's relaxed even <laughs> like being a science teacher when he's like i get the sense you're not as enthusiastic about this as that I was am. great <laughs> he's like because i've known morning. teachers like that science <laughs> he just he just totally owned it and he just i love that that was like i if i had to pick like a favorite moment from the episode that was it yeah, because he just yeah, he was so much fun. Do we even talk about rebooting it? Because they've done like they've done Roswell since then. They've yeah. done Roswell twice. There's been a lot then. of uh, yeah. yeah, and it's it's almost the same thing. They had their little powers, you know, using the whole kind of high school as template for the horrors of life kind of thing. So like Buffy's done that. Yeah, nine hundred two one zero has done that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> high school angst. It'd and be- I mean that's the thing, right? Like. It's all everybody feels like a fish out of water in high school. Right. So it's kind that, of it's just like couching so, it in a different way. I think that was my big thing with it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Peter Barton owns his role and just kind of says, I'm doing this. But at no point do you get the sensation that he's uncomfortable with anything. He's just like, yeah, he can, he can handle everything. He moves I mean, around like every other day, <laughs> every yeah. couple of weeks. 
and yet he's fine. He's no good at making there. new friends. Yeah. <laughs> no emotional good. trauma. No PTSD from like his parents sending him to a whole nother planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, didn't he say he was like just months old or something when they yeah, died? Yeah. And they say they've been there for 16 years. Well, yeah. yeah maybe there's <laughs> so much sun. <laughs> I don't know. It's science. Science, Sue. It's science. science. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say I don't like the idea because, I mean, you know, high school is template for horror and everything is always yeah. good and exploration it's you great said anything in a high school and that yeah and everybody can relate everybody's just trying to figure out who they are at that point yeah. so it's easy so, enough to so i don't know but i'd like to see a younger cast if they did it yeah like, like a little more age appropriate yeah well that's the thing too like it's kind of like like writing too like if you're you basically have to if your target audience is 10 then you want to write about like 12 year olds or something like something oh, yeah. that they want yeah. to aspire to so maybe that's why if they're targeting teenagers they need somebody who's not a teenager because yeah yeah no i, I we don't look at sure our peers that. the yeah. same as we do when we're, when we're young at least as right. we do look up to people so maybe no, that that's true but I, yeah you look at just, um yeah, stranger things younger. I'm pretty sure. That oh, yes. To, I mean, that appeals to adults, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I Stranger guess around, a great but that's example. the nostalgia factor. But yeah, like, do will kids look at other kids, mm -hmm. other teenagers and be like, yeah, <laughs> I can see your five o'clock shadows coming in there. Yeah, <laughs> you need to shave. <laughs> but yeah, it's just I just loved like digging into the, you know, all of it to kind of find out what happened behind the scenes. And yeah. And just all the people who were actually involved, you're like, well, like I said, like half those names were, you know, have done other big things. Yeah. You're just like, I want to see the one Leonard Nimoy directed. Right? Oh, man, it's, it boggles the mind. But everybody, everybody was doing television. Well, no, they were, they were so precise about, you know, keeping what movie stars away from television. Yes. Television acting was a whole different ball game. Then. Yeah. Like yeah. a lesser one, usually. Right? It's weird how that's reversed. Not now. No. <laughs> so i mean yeah would you recast it would you reboot it would you retcon it what would you do so i wouldn't retcon it i still like as much as i was shaking my head part of me was like <laughs> and i can see you doing that <laughs> it's like oh matthew star like oh man i mean part of it too is the uh the fact that it was obviously recorded off television <laughs> like you get oh, the yeah. little cut when the, there's a commercial stuff it's very well done <laughs> I remember those days right and for those of you listening you can actually find the first episode of the powers of matthew star on youtube we wanted to make sure that you know for stuff like this if you can get your hands on a copy to watch with us or talk about yeah. it'd be so much more fun it was just oh, and that man. one is all like yeah. one video Whereas it yeah. looks like the rest of them are episode two, one of seven. <laughs> like you have to watch it in little right. chunks. Anyway, you know, back then, <laughs> back in those days, when there was a YouTube right. still, <laughs> way after the eighties. I'm kind of with you that I don't want to retcon it. I don't know if I'd want to reboot it, revisit maybe. Like I mean, especially yeah, it would now, have to be... like you said with like Stranger Things and stuff. There's such a nostalgia. Yeah. You know, you could kind of do it with, you know, 80s music and make it like it would like... almost be good to do it in that time period, in that same mm -hmm. time period instead of now. In the first three seconds of the episode where you see like the ship come down, I'm like, oh, you know, they're riffing on uh, E.T. there for a minute. And yeah. So they, they obviously were drawing from the influences around them. It was just they didn't have maybe the budget they deserved. Yeah, even with a lesser budget now, you could make something that looks far better. And, oh my God, right? <laughs> um, you would have to, there would have to be something more.
power to the hook, I think, to play. Right, to get people yeah. in, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, yet another story about kids in high school who aren't actually yeah. kids. Yeah. Been there. Oh, telepathy <laughs> and <laughs> telekinesis. Right. And that brings us to the end of our first episode back on the air, if you will. Uh, feel free to find us on Spotify, SoundCloud, or tag us on Twitter at, at MindReels. And stay tuned for more to come in the future.